uh, moment in this feast. It's like the coming together of both these feasts, the glory of Pascha and the anticipation of the coming of the Holy Spirit. The saints say this is where the glory of both feasts meet. It's like we're climbing up to the top of the mountain and the shining of Pascha is there, but also the illumination of the coming of the Spirit. So we have this kind of beautiful coming together of two feasts. So we glorify, we glory in both of them today. Both the Pascha, the, the Christ's victory over death, and the coming of the Holy Spirit. So it's a beautiful feast for us today. Um, it celebrates the grace that comes from both, and it comes between the healing of the paralytic and the Samaritan woman. And so we see this theme of water coming into play as well. So uh, a couple of comments on uh, this feast. In the middle of the feast, the Feast of Tabernacles or Booths, remembrance of the 40 days spent in the desert by the Israelites, uh, and speaks as, uh, and Christ in this feast speaks as, as, as the Son of God, which is always disturbing to the Jews because this is really a, um, a heresy to them, something that was an abomination to them. Nobody could call themselves the Son of God. But he says, my doctrine is not mine, but is is his who sent me. So he's declaring here in the Feast of the Booths, the Feast of Tabernacles to the Jews, after he has healed the paralytic, that he's the Son of God, making this firm declaration that he has come as the Savior of the world. So he makes this firm uh, uh, declaration here that he stands as the Son of God, the Savior of the world, and to come to save all of us into his kingdom. And so this, this uh, declaration of the feast is very disturbing to Jews, but very encouraging to us, because he has come to make this declaration. Um, and so, uh, again, for us to, to kind of step back into this point in Christ's life and to uh, uh, hear his words, I, am, I have come to save you, to save the world. I am the savior of the world. The bringing, the bringing of the, light, the life-giving water. So this is our declaration today. We hear from the Lord in his, uh, his preaching in the synagogue on the Feast of Booths. So um, a couple of things uh, in this. The Paschal Feast that we celebrate, this, this light again of Christ's overcoming sin, Satan and death again emerges as a uh, as a, a moment of celebration for us. That he has overcome sin. He has allowed us, beloved, to live a life of incorruption. It seems impossible, right? But with God, things with God, all things are possible. So this then becomes a a, a, a journey for us. Yes, Lord, I am not, I don't live a life of incorruption. But I'm on the journey to do that. And we remember that this day, that Christ has come to overcome sin so that we can be on this journey to perfection, to incorruption. We always have to be moving in this direction. We're never stagnant. Remember one of the time Father Richard said to me, he said, Father Nicholas, your soul never stands still. It's always moving. It's moving toward God or away from Him. And sometimes you can even feel that. 
When you're tempted to do something, you feel the soul moving away. But when you feel that sense of goodness in God's presence, you feel the soul moving toward God. So this is important to us, that we have this, we're on this journey to, uh, t- toward incorruption, to live that life, that holy life. Um, and then he gives us these, this encouragement. He's overcome the evil one. You know, we hear voices. We hear voices. But he's overcome the evil one that tempts us, the tempter. He's overcome that. So we, we, can, say, we can say no to the devil and have power over that, that, that evil one. We can have a power over him. No longer does he have power over us. We have power over him. So this, this declaration, again, this celebration of Christ's victory over Satan. And then, of course, his victory over death. The trampling down death by death. This, 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 this sense that death no longer has a sting. It is, for us, passage. It's our Passover. It's our movement into heaven. So we celebrate again this, this victory of Christ at a Holy Pascha. But then we also begin to celebrate the anticipation of the Holy Spirit. O Heavenly King, Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who's in all places and fills all things, this coming of the Holy Spirit, who becomes then, as we are uh, engaged with the Holy Spirit, He becomes our guide, our comforter, our protector, our, our, the power by which we live the Christian life. We anticipate this. We look forward to this, this great, remembrance of Christ's uh, giving us the spirit by which we can live now the Christian life. He says, I go away, but I send to you a comforter. I send to you the the Holy Spirit, which will empower you to live this Christian life. So both these feasts come together for us today. Very powerful and important for us to remember these things. Um, So the living water. Uh, at the very end of this feast, he comes back and says, I give to you living water. And we hear this in the, in the, in the, uh, in the Chopar of, the, of, the, of mid-Pentecost, that he has given us water of true worship. This water, this baptismal water that we have been given to uh, empower us, give us this opportunity to live this holy life. We enter the waters of baptism and we are in those waters sanctified. Sanctified, made holy. Allowed, given us the power then to live this life. Father Lazarus Moore says in baptism, he gives us this, in case he, says, he says, in baptism you're given gifts and goals. You're given the gift of sanctification, but it's also your goal. So we live out our baptismal uh, uh, inheritance to live this life of, to being sanctified, to being moved Godward, to being holy, to being set aside. And then these words too in baptism, redemption and renewal. You know, we, we fall in this effort. And we may fall many times in this effort. But God gives us in these baptismal waters uh, a, a redemption and a renewal. But he also in this gives us the blessing of confession. They say the tears of repentance are a second baptism. So we are cleansed again by the tears of our repentance. And sometimes those tears aren't physical, but they're, they're deep in our heart. 
we weep for the things we've done. And, and, uh, and, and we ask God and beg God to, to forgive us, to cleanse us, to move us toward, toward him. I've been reading a little bit, a book called The Arena by uh, St. Ignatius Branjaninoff. And in it, there's this beautiful, uh, at the end of the book, there's a little beautiful passage uh, about how much the saints love repentance. I mean, it's like this gift, this piece of gold they've been given, that they actually beg God to show them their sins. Show me, Lord, because I want to repent. You know, we, we just, maybe it takes a little, maybe it takes years to live before we get that. But there's this beautiful sense of show me the things that I need to repent of, because when I repent of them deeply, I'm forgiven. I'm renewed. So we need to understand the depth that this great gift God has given us in repentance. And finally then, the waters of baptism are the fountain of life. So this is our first. Our first attention is to Christ and to the Father and the Holy Spirit. This should be our first attention. Not to the news, not to the struggles of our life, not to the waters and the waves that are around us. Our first attention should be to Christ and to the Father and the Holy Spirit. Then we have stability. Then we, then we look forward in our life. We see more of that which is in front of us in a holy way and not bothered by the storms and adversities and difficulties of this life. We, we, get, we can get bogged down by that. The great example of Peter walking on the water toward Christ, as, as long as his eyes were on Christ, he was okay. What happened to him when he looked down? He sunk. He sunk in the abyss of his, of his anxiety. So we have this opportunity today, beloved. So let us celebrate again the joy of the Paschal Feast and anticipate the coming of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is risen.